This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. You know, all in all, we've had a pretty good fall thus far. Um, really no complaints if you think about it, right? Saw a light dusting of snow in some parts of the province last weekend. Okay, that that got some people alarmed. Um, But other than that, it's been pretty normal. It's been pretty typical, and I think normal works for most of us. We can deal with that. It's the extremes that set people off. And unfortunately, um, there is some indications that this winter may well be extreme, extremely cold, (laughs) and we could see more snow than typical in some parts of our country and our province. Um, Now, again, this is forecasting the weather. There are signs that we look at that tell us that, but let's get some expert advice on what we're seeing and why we may see, uh, well, a god-awful winter. We're going to chat with uh, David Phillips now, a senior climatologist with Environment Canada. Dave, thanks for joining us. Always fun to chat with you. And you too, Shay. I mean, you're you're absolutely right. It's been just really a gorgeous fall across pretty well all of Canada. I mean, when you think about the fact that, um, oh, you've had a touch of snow, I think a measurable amount, 0.2 of a centimeter, where you know you can get buried in September oh, yeah. in snow. And uh, so temperatures in uh, in September were more than a, about almost a degree and a half warmer than normal. They've been that way in, in October, both across the province. So um, I, I think we've at least delayed um, uh, the, the arrival of, uh, of winter, and we, we know that fall is often the shortest of the seasons, yeah. but hey, it's, it's getting its length right now, and uh, I know prairie people always say to me, well, you know, if you could prevent that first heavy snow, you know, make it after Halloween it. rather than before, hey, we feel you've won one. That's all we ask. If the kids can go out and yeah. do their trick-or-treating, yeah. not in the snow, and not having to wear the snowmobile suit over their costume, <laughs> We've won. We'll take that. Well, exactly. And Shay, the, the other thing that it makes the winter shorter. I mean, if you're really talking about Remembrance Day, where winter begins to to bite deep and hard, but then comes away and and goes away, and you get kind of sort of a late fall, a late fall coming back, and then winter. Gee, my gosh, you've already used up a couple of months where yeah. they could be pretty cruel. So we'll take it. Now, the worry we yeah. have here is this yeah. report about this. Is it El Nino or La Nina? What are we looking at this winter? Yeah, it's La Nina. La Nina. That's the, uh, the, the girl child, La Nina. It means colder water uh, out in the Pacific, uh, off the, I mean, thousands of kilometers away from Alberta. But it does have an influence. Certainly it has in the past when we've looked at them. And, you know, somebody like myself, I'm into the kind of uh, cl- uh, seasonal forecasting game. I mean, we know how hard it is to forecast the weather tomorrow, particularly in Alberta, let alone a month or three months from now, and um, and so yes, La Nina kind of improves your batting average. When you get La Nina, El Nino, the El Nino being warm, the La Nina being cold water, it kind of gives you a little bit of a heads up as to the kind of winter that you're going to see. Okay, now the predictions that I'm seeing and I've been mm-hmm. reading uh, aren't good. Uh, we're no. talking about a couple of, re- or maybe even three or four, really, really cold blasts on the prairies and a bunch of snow. Is that what you're seeing? 
No, I'm not. Um, you know, I mean, yes, I think the uh, certain people have got their forecasts out. Yes, we we hold on to ours to the bitter end, uh, Chase. Not that we're we're, we're scared of it. Mm. It's just that uh, you know we issue the first of December would come out our our winter forecast for December, January, and February. Now we know winter already starts earlier than that and goes later, but that's the core season that we sort of uh, focus on. And so there are some really scary forecasts out there in there terms are. of this is going to be the a winter from hell, the coldest in eight years, and and what have you. And I wouldn't bet the family farm or the fishing fleet on it. I may not even bet a, a loony or toony on that. I mean, I, I think they're looking at La Nina, La Nina but, but let me give you a little lesson about La Nina. Yeah. You know, as I said, you know, La Nina's were, this was our, our, our bread and butter when we tried to forecast a winter seasons in Canada in the past. But La Nina has changed its stripes. You know, let me give you some examples from, from Calgary and Edmonton in terms of the, um, of the frequency of cold and, and snowy winters. Now, back in, say, in the 1950 to 2000, that 50 years, well, you could go, you could just go for it, to go to the bank on it, because uh, typically we had in that period about uh, 14 uh, La Ninas, 12 in Alberta were colder than normal, and two were warmer than normal. So not a, not always a guarantee, but boy, it clearly shows you that the emphasis was on the uh, colder than normal, and also snowier than normal. Great for skiers in yep. the Rockies, but typically a lot more shoveling, plowing, and pushing that you had to do. Now, if you take a look, though, in most recent years, the last 30 years, since since the year, say, 1990 to the present, we've had nine La Ninas in that period, Shay. Okay. And in Alberta, we've seen six have been milder than normal, and three have been colder. Hmm. A, uh, about even split between snowy and not. So what that's telling you is La Nina has changed its stripes. Now, it's, it, and what it really tells you is that it, La Nina is not the only game in town. Right. It's, uh, you know, you put, your, you put your hat on it and you think, well, that's it, and how it's going to go is so goes the, the winter. Well, that, if it's a strong La Nina, yes, maybe, but I think there's always, nature always has the last uh, laugh at this, and, uh, and so what we're seeing, whether it's climate change or other factors, uh, uh, warmer oceans or less ice of the north, we're seeing La Nina has just a different behavior. And the other thing, too, last winter was La Nina. That was even a little stronger La Nina. This is two in a row, which is not often happens. And I can remind you of last winter. Don't, don't. I mean, you had, uh, in, in Edmonton, it was different than Calgary. I mean, you had three-quarters of your snowfall in in Edmonton last year. You had about 20% more in Calgary. So, hey, great for the skiing in the mountains. But my gosh, there was only one cold period, Shay. Yeah, but it was, was really February. cold and it was really long. <laughs> well, it was. It was cold in that February. And uh, hey, I'm not diminishing those temperatures. You had minus 43.6 yeah. in Edmonton, one of the coldest uh, moments in in history. But you know, would you rather have five cold days or five cold months? True. Yeah. I mean, I'll take the five days yeah. and just bundle up and stay storm state inside. So my sense is that you can look at La Nina, and it doesn't always give you the the best clue as to what the uh, what the winter is going to be. I would suggest that if I was betting on it. And it's a little, I wouldn't bet too much money on it, but I would go for last winter because it's very similar in terms of the triggers, the, the forces, but 
lot, and it was rather benign. As I say, only two weeks in February where, where you wish you were somewhere else. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What about, I mean, this new thing? I imagine it's not new, but it's certainly become something that I'm more aware of. These polar vortexes. How does yep. La Nina work into the whole polar vortex, which is what plunges us into the deep freeze for a good chunk of time? Well, it does. And what's interesting, Shay, about the polar vortex, I mean, it's always there. It's even there in July. But it's just uh, a, a cold pole. It spins at the top of the world. I mean, some seasons it's colder than others. But typically what happens is that when it stays up there, that's good news. I mean, let it let the north sure. freeze, but keep Keep it away from from us here in the in the southern part in the provinces, and so what happens is that at a certain time, and it usually is triggered by something in the upper atmosphere in the stratosphere, and it causes the believe it or not the land the polar vortex to weaken. It gets lazy and it begins instead of spinning like a barber's pole or a round circuit like a top, it kind of wiggles and wobbles and moves. It kind of moves uh, from its uh, hibernation up there in the north down to the south, and that's what we saw last. February, where that polar vortex moved right down to Saskatoon, southern Alberta, and froze the bejeebies out of people in Texas. So we saw the terrible deaths and and power outages. It was just the whole nation, the whole continent was gripped in this cold uh, polar vortex. But that's when it weakens. Now, we want it to be strong. It's going to stay up into the north. And so La Nina tends to cause the the polar vortex to kind of weaken and wobble and move a little bit. And that's why there's always a risk of those cold moments that you're going to have in the winter. But sometimes, Shay, those cold moments can go over to Europe. They don't sure. necessarily have to fall over this side <laughs> of, the, of the world, you say. So it, it's a bit of a crack crap shoot, you know. You can't always uh, be sure of what the winter's going to be. We've never canceled winter. I know that's not, this is clearly not going to be the first one we're going to do that. But, um, and uh, and the other thing, Shay, is just because you had a warm summer and a warm fall, doesn't mean nature's going to beat you up or punish you in the wintertime. I mean, we'd love that balance. I'd love to tell you, well, oh, this is going to be a cold winter because we had a hot summer. You'd have this thing all figured out. There'd be no mystery anymore. But, in fact, it doesn't work that way, and so it's a bit of a of a guessing game and unfortunately nature holds all the trump cards and we can only try and guess what uh, what nature is uh, is doing and uh, hey i mean the farmers almanac said it was going to be a terrible uh, winter this year and and they have seen i've seen terrible uh, brutal forecasts coming out of those that group uh, when in fact it was the warmest winter on record so hey it's um it's all, it's just it what it is what it is yeah, and yeah. and we just have to grin and bear it and prepare for it you know it's going to happen and uh, and just hope it's shorter rather than longer. So bottom line though all these stories that have been bouncing around for the past couple of days about oh no it's La Nina and we're going to be hammered by snow and it's going to be brutally cold on the prairies 
Maybe, but maybe not. You can't exactly. bank Exactly. That. See, that's the bottom line. And, you and you, you know, sometimes it's the length of the winter that bothers us most. We're willing. Hey, we're the second coldest country in the world. We're the snowiest country in the world. We can deal with this sure. as part of our, our DNA. But it is when it goes on longer yes. than, than it really should. Even people who love winter get a little tired of the end when it's just going on for day after day, week after week, and now month after month. So my sense, if we could bottle last year, in spite of those few get cold couple of weeks in Edmonton, I think we take it in a heartbeat. Uh, okay. All right. We'll do our best and we'll survive and we'll get through it like we Good. always do, Dave. You know how it works. <laughs> Appreciate your time. Thank you for joining well, us. Well, and don't come back and blame me for it because it didn't, it didn't cost you anything, no, that forecast. You were very non-committal, so we won't <laughs> okay. hold you to anything. Yeah. Okay, thanks. Bye, Shay. Talk to you later. Uh, that is David Phillips, a senior climatologist for Environment Canada. And yeah, I mean, I'm sure you've seen the stories. Um, they've been bouncing around as a forecaster has come on and said, oh, it's La Nina, and this is what we expect. Now, if you read the forecast that came out, basically they're talking about below average temperatures right across Alberta, Saskatchewan, and into Manitoba. Pretty normal in through most of BC, not northern BC. Pretty near normal through um, Ontario and actually above normal as you go to eastern Canada. So it's just the prairies that are predicted to get hammered by this below normal temperature. The good news, uh, above average snow in the mountains. So good news for the skiers. But again, right? Who knows? When we talk about weather forecasts and weather, the meteorologists will tell you, when we're talking about today's forecast, we're pretty confident. Tomorrow, yeah, we should have a pretty, pretty good shot at nailing it. And then after that, it, it just goes down and goes down and goes down. And if you're looking at a seven-day forecast, yeah, don't bank on it. Things could change. So when we're talking about forecasting an entire season upcoming up and into the next February and March, we'll just have to wait and see how it goes.